Tennessee District 67 Representative Jason Hodges joins Charlie Kuhn and Katie Gamble to talk about his decision to go from the county commission to the Tennessee House of Representatives. Representative Hodges also talks about some of the bills he has worked on this session, including one designed to help keep kids safer on their way home from school. He even clarifies some issues with the new hands-free law in Tennessee. Representative Hodges also gives some insight into how bills are written and how those bills become law. All on this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. We're excited to have Representative Hodges with us today, but he's a good friend of ours, so we're just going to call him Jason. Is that okay? That's good, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, thank you for joining us. Should I call us. you, Katie? You call me Miss Gamble. No, I'm joking. Right. You just call me Katie. Okay. <laughs> and you can call me Charlie, not the other things or that you normally dog. call me. You call me <laughs> We're going to keep it clean. It's a family show. Yeah. Have I ever called you anything else? Uh, yeah. Not to his face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only when I'm talking to you on the phone That's and right. we're yeah. venting yeah. about Charlie. Well, I was going to say thank you for being here, but uh, anyway. But you changed your mind. <laughs> yeah, I changed my mind. I changed no, my mind. So we like to kind of start these off with a little icebreaker. So okay. Charlie right. must ask you a question. You get it? Must He's got that mustache. You ready? Terrible. You ready? Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Um, so you're, you know, you seem like a versatile guy. You're, you're a former Marine, uh, graduate of Austin P, Northeast High School. So you know, you've you've had you know some different challenges in your life, right? Right. Sure. Is Northeast so, High School challenge? Yeah, it seemed to be. Tracy went there, so mm -hmm. she seemed to, it was very challenging. <laughs> but with you, you know, you're so versatile. I want to ask you a question. If you were a kitchen utensil, what would you be? <laughs> a knife to stab you for asking that question. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I get that. Hey, that's on record, by the way. <laughs> I hope something doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know, right? There's a chance. So a knife. Yeah, I didn't think we were taking this question serious. I mean, you're not seriously asking me what utensil I would be. Yeah, on. we started off with us uh, right yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. Yeah. We got we got an answer. Oh, that that worked out. So we but. threw we threw him off. Yeah. yeah, very. But that's the that's the yeah. So what a, what what is the typical response for that? I mean, I've never asked anybody, anybody that. Random questions. Yeah. It's never the so same. So you've never question. in your life asked somebody that question? No, I, I found it on the internet. Yeah. He it up. <laughs> I, I've Googled some questions I got for you too here. To, Do it. Here's your <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. We're moving on from All the right. knife. He's a knife. Don't so stab let's, let, Here's what I'm really, we're really excited to talk about. So you went from the county commission you, to the House, Tennessee House Representatives. What made you decide you wanted to run for House? Well, you know, there's obviously a lot of the challenges you face at the county level are, are state related. You know, when, when you talk to, to people, that their biggest concerns are infrastructure related uh, most time. And, and most of the traffic congestion we have are uh, state routes. So mm -hmm. um, solving problems like that, uh, uh, funding for education, which is in large part from the state, um, dealing with issues like that uh, uh, can be better dealt with at the state level so um when when mayor pitts now uh at the time representative pitts decided he was going to retire uh, he had called and, and asked me to consider running and um i thought i thought that i could continue uh serving the the community that way so what's been the um like what's been the biggest 
surprise walking into the house that you maybe didn't know or nobody would know? Like, I think the pace you're going through, you know, 2000 bills in, in four, four and a half, five months. Um, so I'm one of those that has to read everything that I'm going to do and try That's to learn about everything and, yeah, and trying sure. to keep up with that is, is almost impossible. So then you find yourself just keeping up with, with what's on your committees and, and, you know, yeah. uh, finally understanding that, uh, not all those bills are ever going to make it to the house. So you won't see most of them. So, so in the just, beginning, did you just try to read everything? I was trying yourself? to, I was trying to learn everything. I was trying to learn about every bill. Somebody was, was, you know, um, uh, proposing and, and uh, that that quickly, uh, I, I quickly learned that that's not the way to go about yeah. it. You know, you stick to your committees, you learn, um, you learn about those bills, which even that is, is very fast paced because mm -hmm. you, you are going through so many bills. Um, and I sit on the education committee and the insurance committee. So there's a lot of bills going through both those committees. Um, so yeah, it was just, just the pace, I think, um, more than anything was, was uh, uh, the big eye opener for me. Did you expect to be slower or faster? Or? Yeah, I expected it to probably be a little slower. Yeah, oh, wow. I mean, just just I mean, how fast your uh, uh, just how fast paced everything is. You know, your, your meetings are are running 10 minutes per person at the most 15 minutes per person. And and uh, your assistant is just pulling those people out right on the mark because they've got to be able to yeah. get everybody that's scheduled for that day in. Um, and so it's just that pace is just crazy and just trying to keep up with everything and really understand everything that you're voting on is it's a challenge. So you, you have staff or is it one person or multiple people? Yeah, I have an administrative assistant that uh, uh, works directly for me and then an intern that okay. works directly for me. Um, now, you know, we, we obviously have research analysts and stuff yeah. like that that are shared uh, with House members. Yeah. So. so so when, you know, all these bills that are coming through, you know, like say it's, it's hard for you to read all of that. So do you have anybody vet them for you or, or kind of narrow it down? So well, you yeah, can have, have ways to focus. Your caucus is always going to uh, uh, go through every bill that makes it to your, your committee and, and obviously to the House and, and your research analysts are going to do that and, and kind of give you an update. And um, you're constantly being lobbied by both groups uh, yeah. when you're on a committee. Um, so those that support and oppose the bill. So you're, you're hearing their sides of it. And, um, uh, and then a lot of it is just, I mean, you still got to do your, your own research because yeah. you know, you're you're hearing um, uh, everybody's going to tell you what they want. That's you know. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, everybody's going to spend it the way they, you know, uh, what benefits them. And that's what they're supposed to be doing. But uh, you've got to try to figure out. Yeah. Uh, what's what's good and bad you know we we see the national news and it's so partisan mm -hmm. and so is it is it like that at state or what what's it like when when you see a bill that may come from across the aisle and you like it and then somebody in your party may not like it is there pushback on uh, how do you how do you work that yeah, so um, just to tell you, if I like a bill, I'm going to vote for it. Yeah, um, it, it yeah. doesn't matter what what party uh, I, I voted on. Um, lots of Republican bills this session, um, yeah. and, and you know every every Democrat just about in the House voted on on lots of Republican bills, and lots of Republicans voted on on bills sponsored by Democrats because most of the bills aren't uh, partisan. Most of the bills are are state related. Um, yeah. that that. Uh, everybody agrees on and I think that's the biggest takeaway is 90% of all bills 
um, are non-controversial. Yeah. They're, they're bills that uh, are needed by every community, by by every group of people, and everybody agrees with them. It's it's the 10% that really gets the media attention yeah. that, that uh, we generally disagree on. So it's it's partisan, um, obviously. Uh, it's, it can be very partisan at times, uh, but I think you find good people on both sides of the aisle that just want to go up there and, and uh, work and help their communities. And yeah. um, so you see you see plenty of, of both. I mean, you, you see, you know, you, you have partisans on, on both sides of the aisle that um, that will say no one can can do right on that other side. And then, then you have, uh, I think, a majority, a vast majority of people that just want to go up there and, and do what they think is right for their community. Yeah. Do you have a bill that you um, did this year that you're really proud of? Does anything just stand out to you? Um, well, the the camera bill for uh, uh, buses, I think, was was probably one that that passed of, of my bills that passed through uh, the house. That education is really important to you. The most attention, yeah, education mm -hmm. is is important, and um, uh, but mainly on education, I was. Uh, uh, we were trying to defeat bills more so than, than pass them, you know, the voucher bills, um, uh, some expanding charter schools, um, things like that. We were busy fighting. Uh, but the, 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 so what the problem we were having with buses um, is as they put that, that stop sign hand out, people would just ignore it and drive mm -hmm. by it. Um, and we actually showed a video in, in the committee meeting in both committees, the subcommittee and the full committee, uh, just to demonstrate how dangerous, uh, dangerous it is. And, and it was just so many situations of children getting hit by cars wow. um, as that stop sign was out. So what the bill does is it allows, it doesn't force any school district to do it, but it allows the school system to put cameras on those stop signs. So whenever that arm comes out, that camera's activated and if a car runs through it they can actually turn that over to law enforcement as evidence um, yeah. for the law enforcement officer to write a citation um, so I think uh, it's it's been done in several other states uh, recently in Texas had uh, uh, a lot of success in Texas um, yeah. and, and it's been cutting down on on that and so um, does that apply apply to vehicles that come from behind the bus and vehicles that yes. come from in front of yeah, the camera both ways the camera both ways. yeah it'll it'll record on both sides so because I'll tell you there's a couple of dangerous spots coming in from uh, Clarksville I come in from Clarksville High into downtown and right there on Madison Street it gets really tight and sometimes in the morning the buses stop right there and you that traffic needs to stop it's pretty it, it's pretty jammed up I'm coming in I think sometimes it's tough because sometimes it's four lanes too mm -hmm. you know yeah and and um, but just statewide it's it, it was it's been a problem yeah, um, yeah people are sure. doing it a lot and you know um, what's and, wrong with these people these are little kids People just yeah, nobody's paying attention. Well, they're texting I mean, or doing whatever, yeah, which they're yeah. not going to do that after In July 1st. Which they 1st. won't do that after July 1st anymore, or at least they're either not without to being be. cited. Um, so the problem with the current law, obviously, was when you, you know, it's hard for a police officer to know whether that person was texting yeah. um, or not, and it's hard to, to prove that. Uh, but now, if you have the, the phone in your hand while you're driving, you can be cited. So um, there, there won't be any, um, any. How do you, like how would the officer know it was in someone's hand? Because if you get pulled over, aren't you going to put it down? 
Well, I think is an officer driving next to you on, on, you know, on a four lane uh, Mm, highway or something and he sees that phone in your hand and you're talking on it or you're at a a red light talking on it or at a stop sign talking on it, he's going to notice that. Or if he just drives by you and happens to see you talking on it. So I have a question about that. So if you stop at at a red light right now, people get on their phone and then the light changes, they put the phone away and they drive off. You can't do that. Okay. So that obviously applies to law enforcement because I see that a lot Mm -hmm. with law enforcement. You know, they have their computer and they have their phone and I've seen them at at stop signs and red lights, you know, on their phone. So I assume the law applies to everybody, right? Sure. The law applies. Now, again, if that that police officer is doing something um, uh, that's related to an emergency or something like that, I mean, obviously, uh, yeah. He's he's going to be exempt from. No, from I get that rule it, I bet, time, but you do but see yes, that some. Yeah, so. yeah, I think it's a problem for everybody. I mean, yeah. we all we, I think anybody that owns a cell phone has found themselves oh, probably know. on it when they they really shouldn't have been. Um, I've given my kids permission to get on to me, like, hmm. and so I'll t- I'll hand Aiden the phone and say, okay, hey Aiden, text Charlie this for me. Yeah, hmm. it's a good rule, I, a good law. I, I, well, I for believe me, in it. As I'm thinking about it and I'm in the car with my kids, you're teaching them what's appropriate. So if yeah. you don't do it in front of your kids, they're going to learn that, that. And so just as an example to what you were talking about earlier um, and what we were discussing, those are both bills uh, that were by, had bipartisan support, right? I mean, yeah. it, it, um, so we see far more bills that have bipartisan support um, than we do. Uh, A little more media hype on the... Yeah, they're not as exciting to cover. I mean, naturally, you're not going to be excited when everybody agrees on something. Uh, There's not as much drama. Ratings are a lot higher when when you have the dramatics involved. Do you you have uh, something coming up for the next session that you're working on that you can give us a little nugget? Um, We're working on uh, several bills. you know, obviously Medicaid expansion is something that, that every year um, we'll push until hopefully we, we get it passed in the state of Tennessee. But on that, we, we also have a bill that, that I'll introduce next year on surprise billing. And what that is, is when, when you have insurance, you go to a hospital and uh, your your insurance is covers that hospital. Uh, when you go home three weeks later, you find out that you got a bill from a doctor yeah. uh, for, you know, $2,000 because yeah while while you were while the hospital was in network the physician wasn't um and so we we've got to figure that out because that surprise billing is um obviously really really hard on people when it happens yeah um you know we're talking about thousands of dollars a lot of the time uh to no fault of their own there's no way you can know in an emergency situation whether uh in network hospital um that you're going to uh and the doctor you're going to see is in that way you can't ask every person you're not expected surely when you are not going to expect the patient to ask the radiologist if he's in network yeah. while he's getting that done or the anesthesiologist uh, that's about to put him to sleep uh whether he's mm-hmm. he's in network so um that'll be a, a bill that i think uh is long overdue and needs to be addressed so do you have any other bills that you're pretty excited about in this next session? It starts in January, right? It does. It starts in January. Um, yeah, we, we have, again, we have some voter bills. Um, you know, you only get 15 bills a year. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. So uh, uh, every representative gets gets to introduce 15 bills. And that might sound like a lot to some. Uh, That's a lot to write. But 
Yeah, now now legal legal generally does the writing for okay. you. So um, you so help me understand that process just as is just a layman. So you come up with this idea, a bill you wanna Mm-hmm. Do then you go to legal and say, "Here's what I'm thinking." We help me write that. Yeah. So every department um, has has a legal liaison, and and so if it's an educational bill, um, education would send legal up there, and and you would kind of explain uh, what you're wanting to see and crafted in a bill, and um, then they would write that out, and um, you would review it and, and make changes. Uh, uh, obviously is is needed okay but yes yeah, so you have 15 you know you have 15 bills and that sounds like a lot um but it, it goes it goes really yeah, quickly you're really when you're like three or four months right when does it yeah, end? It, it starts in january and, and this year it ended uh in may okay um, so, so that's, you know that's technically three a month four that's, and a half months somewhere yeah. around that yeah um but the, yeah and those those 15 bills um like I was saying, can go quickly because you know you've got you've got county government that that has so many bills that they need uh, sponsored for for certain projects or certain things. You have city government that needs some bills. Um, you might have the sheriff's department that comes to you and say, "Hey, we really need this okay. bill." Um, and so uh, they they. Uh, so you get uh, feedback from your constituents on which bills you absolutely for. yeah yeah, and so. Um, you know, a lot of the bills, uh, uh, I would say 10 of the 15 bills are, are covered th- that way, you know, mm-hmm. or are from uh, entities in your community coming to you and saying, hey, here, here's an issue we're having. Mm-hmm. Um, can, can we find a way to solve this? Wow. So I want to ask you about mm-hmm. elections and, re- and re-election, if that's okay. Because as a state representative, you're on a two-year term. Mm-hmm. So to me, it would appear that you have to be I don't want to use the word fundraising all the time, but, you know, building support continuously. You don't have really a gap. Mm-hmm. It just seems yeah. that way to me. What's that like? Um, well, you know, uh, it's it's my first cycle. So, I mean, ask me, yeah. you know. Well, ask uh, him in a couple of years, right? Yeah, after I've done it, you know, uh, more than once. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but, yeah, it's fundraising is never fun right yeah. i mean who, yeah. who wants to to basically ask people for money yeah um so that you can run for office it's never yeah. a conversation anybody wants to have i mean i'm sure in your professional careers yeah. you've had to yeah. you know ask to, for money raising money for something and it's 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 never uh uh, there's never a comfortable feeling to it. And, yeah. And I was once told once it becomes comfortable, it's time to get out of politics. Um, you've been there too long. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, uh, yeah, that's that's probably the most difficult part for me is is the fundraising. You know, um, I enjoy getting out and, and talking to constituents and, and doing those those parts of it. Yeah. But obviously to win elections, you have to raise money. And uh, that's the. I, I think I think a key to winning an election. Of course, I've never run for one, so it's easy to say. But you're always politics, uh, Charlie. Yeah, but yeah. You know, um, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. But I think if, if you do good, if you do what's right for the people, right. And you know, you don't just draw a hard line in the sand. I mean, Jason, I've been on committees before, and and there's one thing about Jason. You're gonna, he's gonna tell you what he thinks, but he's also gonna listen. To, to the other side of the story to see, you know, where can we land? 
And I think I think that's important. So I appreciate the way you operate. Even you know, I, I'm never guessing on what Jason's thinking because he's going to tell me. He's you know, but that's important. I think it is too. It's yeah. it's important. You know, where are we at and where are we going and how are we going to get there and those are the things I'm concerned with. So I appreciate the way you handle business. Well, I appreciate, it. and I think that's you know that's what what communities uh, want. That's that's what really the nation needs is is you know us to really sit down more often and listen to each other um and and come up with with positive solutions rather than just uh, yeah. uh attacking <clears throat> values and ideas of of uh, the other side and um once we can get away from from the attacking we can get to the solving and yeah uh, we'll all be better off yeah it's interesting it's it's been fun watching you uh you know go through the the transition of just deciding to run for election to winning the election and and now here you are and and I've seen a change in you as far as uh, your thinking on how I know you're a deep thinker on things but now it's really I can see it in you and your professional uh, was I not professional before Charlie no that, that no was, you, that's you, a compliment <clears throat> no you no listen here but but seriously <laughs> but, but just I mean even the way you carry yourself is a little bit different and and the way you look and listen is a little different so well he's listening to a lot more people now yeah and not for just sure his little di district his yeah. commission district so yeah. I like it well I appreciate it well, congratulations, and we look forward to watching you grow and see what's next. Great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Clarksville's Conversation. Subscribe now on your favorite podcasting app so you don't miss a single conversation.